Welcome to the final edition of um, Buddy's First Eleven podcast and uh, we're looking back, not for the first time, Graham, on a defeat. Um, but uh, this is a game with uh, a lot of happy memories for you in spite of that. Yeah, uh, actually to be honest if you forget that we lost this game because it, cause it was such, such an amazing game. Um, I think I wanted to finish the podcast with a little bit of fun, a little bit of enjoyment and stuff like that and obviously this game against Sussex was, yeah of course we lost but we, we had a lot of fun on the way and we, we had won the championship. Yes, um, just to explain to listeners, um, you'd won the championship here uh, at uh, Chester Street against Nottinghamshire the previous week, um, so you went down to Sussex with the, with the pressure off and um, last game of the season is always a bit of a bit of a celebration, you had a milestone to aim for, a couple of uh, people managed career bests and um, said goodbye to Will Smith who played his last game for the club. Yeah there was, there was a, there's all those things really, I mean I remember obviously personally from myself we, we had won and there's no better feeling to winning that home and then of, co- of course um, going to an amazing place like Sussex and, and, and um, you know I suppose having a, having a good time and actually just knowing that we've won and, and, and enjoying the cricket and I suppose it, it I say that and think, well, you should do that every time, but it's just, you know, it's not, it's not as easy as that. Um, of course, for me, I wanted to get that 70 wickets. Uh, that was important. There was talk about maybe, you know, potentially resting and not playing. Um, but of course, for me, it was, it was a case of um, going out there and, and and trying to get that that milestone for myself, really. But yeah, I mean, of course, we we were saying bye to to Will Smith, which was, which quite was quite sad, but. Of course, it was quite important to give him a good send-off. Absolutely, yeah. And, and how easy or difficult is it? Obviously, you had your own personal incentives, but as a team, to, to play in that, those circumstances where really there isn't anything to play for. Yeah, I, I, I mean, actually, I mean, on that note, a little bit is, is um, uh, the, the lads were going to an Ashes summer, um, and I'd, um, after the the, the Notts game, bear in mind, I had a, you know, I had a pretty successful summer. I got a phone call. Uh, from the selector saying I, I hadn't been picked to go to to Australia and play uh, in the Ashes away. So of course, for me, we'd won the championship, but I was going to Sussex on the bus. That just absolutely devastated. I was, you know, I was gutted. So of course, I was a bit deflated, but I also we'd won the championship. So I was a bit of a, a you know, I, I didn't I, I didn't really know how to feel to be honest. But that's the reason why I played that game is because I just thought to myself, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm just going to play and I'm going to do as well as I can and um, try and get the 70 wickets but also prove to the selectors that I'm, that I'm a quality bowler and that's something which I've done all my career but on that moment then I, I, um, I was desperate to say well, right, you haven't picked me and you should have I want to, I want to show you that you're wrong um, ultimately the, the game I suppose didn't quite have that edge because we'd already won and, and we're having a bit of fun and stuff like that um, but you know, you, you have to enjoy it and the reason why I've chosen it is because we, we had won the championship and it was just such an amazing season amazing uh, four or five days down in, in Sussex Yeah, just to explain to people um, you went into the game with uh, 66 county championship wickets um, only Otis Gibson who took 80 in his incredible year had, had taken 70 or more so you, you were the first Englishman to do that and um, it's a heck of an achievement, really, over the course of a long county season. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it's one, it was one of those seasons where things just worked my way. You know, you you get your wickets up front, and then you you clean over the clean the tail up a little bit, and things just just seem to go my way. Um, 
ultimately you, you need to bowl a lot of overs and I did and that's the reason why I was potentially not going to play down in Sussex because I felt a bit deflated anyway and then obviously not getting selected and then of course I had pretty, pretty heavy legs but once it come to that, that decision I was like no I want to play you know I, I, there's no point in me going down there and um, people sometimes say it was a bit of a stag do um, you know a bit of fun which which it wasn't I mean we, we still went out there and we, we had all intentions of, of, of winning of course of course we did because it was another game for Durham and another another opportunity to get some wickets and um, there was some amazing performances in this game in, in itself really but I just wanted I wanted to play and I wanted to try and get Get those wickets that I, you know, that I suppose I deserved throughout the year. And uh, probably no surprise that, that Durham got off to a bit of a slow start in the game. Um, won the toss and batted, and were, and were bowled out for 164. Uh, and then it was your, was your chance to bowl, and uh, and you managed to get out um, Chris Nash and Michael Yardy early on. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, Chris Nash, I think he tried to pull one, um, maybe in second or third ball, and and um, and. and I think he, I think he got like a little inside edge and it, it, it fell just short of Colonel and I was thinking oh this is just not going to be my day but then I, I pitched it up a little bit he was hanging back and, and trapped him LBW and then uh, did the save to Michael Yardy um, so of course straight away that them seventy wickets were, were certainly look you know it looked as though I was going to get them but um, you know the, the 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 I mean that that game in itself was just such a such a surreal game because you 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 know you'd already won. And to keep that competitive edge and to keep that um, that that drive to just constantly keep on bowling overs and keep on taking wickets was, was was actually really good fun for once in a year. I was thinking, well, I'm actually the season's going to finish. Um, I'm uh, I'm going to have a bit of a break in the winter. I'm going to just just kind of relax a little bit and I'm going to en- enjoy the wickets as it comes. Really, but I mean, obviously, it was a disappointing result, but it was a you know a, a good game. Yeah, I mean, from reaching 68 wickets there, uh, then a bit of a frustrating time. Luke Wright scored 87. Always seems to score runs against Durham, and uh, Ben Brown scored runs. Asher Zaidi, just uh, you were stuck on 68 for quite a while. Yeah, it was yeah, and uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> quite quite strange really and I, I don't know why I didn't realise but it was probably halfway through the day and I took my first couple of wickets and I came on for my second or third spell I think it was and I um, I really like afterwards I came on I took the second new ball later on in the day and I probably bowled around about 15 overs off the wrong run up and I didn't I, I generally didn't realise I was thinking what, why because I bowled a few new balls I didn't know what was going on Um Probably didn't bowl as well as I, as I, as I had. Uh, Luke Wright was hitting the ball to all, all parts, and, and I said to Collier, "I said I've been bowling about 15 overs off the off the wrong runner." He said, "Well, what did you do that for?" So I obviously didn't mean to. Um, went back to me old run up, and 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 then obviously managed to get um, uh, McGoffin out, which was uh, uh, obviously quite a quite a big uh, a big wicket. Absolutely, yeah. Um, that gave uh, that gave Sussex a lead of 164, which was obviously well double Durham score, so it's a big big lead in that context. But then the the second innings was was quite a memorable Durham second innings was quite a memorable occasion for for quite a few players. You had uh, three players in that innings: um, Keaton Jennings with 127, Michael Richardson batting at eight with 129, and uh, Osman Arshad coming in at nine with 83, all scored career bests. Yeah, I mean, um, the, the massive luxury of having uh, in that season having Michael Richardson adding strength and depth to your batting, uh, batting at number eight was, uh, you know, got us 
he, he battled with the tail really well. You know, he could, yeah, you know, he could manipulate the strike a little bit. But uh, he, he scored a lot of runs. Uh, best best part, eight hundred and fifty runs, I think, th- throughout the summer. And I know as a bowler, you know, you you, you think that you got down to eight, nine, ten, eleven, and then you got Michael Richardson coming in, who's who's obviously a strong performer. Was, um, you know, he 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 had a, he had a good summer. Um, and probably the most important thing at, at that stage was. We thought it was going to be a, a three-day finish, and we thought we we're going to be back on the coach on the way home. Um, and it was quite a after obviously an amazing innings by Keaton Jennings and getting I think maybe his first his first class high score. Uh, batted a long time, um, still got to around about T, and we were thinking, you know, we just we just need a good partnership purely just to try and stay one more night. Uh, so anyway, I think it was Ben Stokes at the time played um, put the speakers on as loud as he could, and he put on. Um, one more night. I don't know who sings that again. Um, oh, I can't think of who, who it was, but it came on uh, one more one more night, um, and we had an unbelievable partnership, and, and we ended up having one more night uh, in in the the beautiful Brighton. Room five was uh, one more night. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and and Usman Arshad had only come into the team a couple of weeks earlier, but you really saw in that period uh, late in the twenty thirteen. Season the potential he had. I mean, here he scored. Uh, he scored his runs off 83, 83 off eighty-eight balls with uh, with three sixes. I mean, he he clearly showed he had uh, a lot about him that day. Yeah, I, I mean, he. I think that that I mean, he obviously bowled quite nicely uh, when, when he had the ball in his hand. But I think on that day we had uh, we had McGoffin who we know is a, a very handy, reliable, and uh, well, brilliant bowler really. But also had Chris Jordan that was bowling very fast. Uh, just about to play for England, and it was kind of in his prime, really. He was bowling, you know, 90 mile an hour, and and um, actually he took him off. Uh, Osh had took him on, and and he backed, he backed himself, and he and he, you know, he, he pulled him for a couple of massive sixes, and um, you know, that, that, that takes some courage, that really for you know number number nine um, to to come out there and, and perform, and you know, the, the, them 83 runs were were were, were massively valuable, really. And then the big wicket, um, Sussex put 163 for the uh, for their first wickets. That must have been uh, very frustrating for you. But uh, eventually, you made the breakthrough. You got Luke Wells um, caught by Paul Collingwood in the slips, and that was his 70th wicket. Yeah, it was. I mean, at, I mean, at, at that stage, I mean, the, the, the amazing performance that we had. We generally thought we we're going to win this game. You know, we thought we had enough, and it was a spinning wicket. We had obviously Bothwick in the side. Um, we had Smith that could potentially bowl some overs and. Somebody else that we'll talk about in a second that potentially might bowl some overs, um, but we generally thought we had enough. And, and, and Luke Wells, um, I don't think it was the prettiest of innings, but he 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 rode his luck a little bit. But ultimately, he got them off to a pretty strong start and and gave himself an opportunity. Uh, I think Chris Nash scored a hundred and got himself to a thousand runs. So it was kind of all happening. But obviously, the wicket that I got of Luke Wells got me to that 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 big seventy wicket point. Um, and then from from then, you know, I was quite happy to to, to stop bowling, I suppose, in, in in a way because you know we we were in a position where they didn't need many runs to to win, and and, and the game had kind of gone a little bit really. But that that for me was a to get the seventy wickets was a was a bit of a relief, but also, um, well. A great achievement, really. Yeah, I mean, it's worth saying that for the second season running, you you 
just prove that you were the best bowler in county cricket. It was a, uh, a real purple patch you had over those two years. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been very lucky that when I, when I bowl well, I've picked up wickets. I mean, you, you, you've got different types of bowlers. You know, you've got, for example, off the top of my head, you know, um, Colin Thorpe that never picked up a great deal of wickets, but it was also, but, but was, was a strong performer. Um, he did a fantastic job. And I've been very lucky that throughout the throughout the years, that especially the last you know four or five years, I've picked up a lot of wickets. Um, not gone for a lot of runs, but picked up a lot of um, picked up a lot of wickets. And um, of course, people look at you know who's taking the most wickets. But if you're taking wickets, but you're going for a lot of runs, then you know it's defeating the object a little bit. But yeah, I mean the la- those two seasons where I was picking up a lot of wickets and not going for many runs, and the average was, was low and. Um, I was very much in the, the, the peak of my game, really. Yeah, so to have um, had an achievement like that, and, and in the end, your your wicket wasn't even the most talked about of the day. I mean, <laughs> Phil Mustard came on and took to go. Yeah. How did that happen? It doesn't. It still doesn't sound right, does it? it I mean, the only thing that would have been even, made it maybe even better is if, if Mustard had bowled and onions had caught it, that slip or something like that. But no, I mean, at, at the time, I mean. <laughs> we had obviously Michael Richardson who, who was uh, who was in batting at eight for, for as a as a batsman, but he put the put the pads on and and Phil Mustard said, "Oh, I'm going to have a ball." So he came running down running down the hill. First ball, googly, defended it. Uh, Luke Wright. Next one, flipper. Because he, he, throughout the season, he always talks about, "Oh, I'll ball. I'm I'm ready to ball. Skip and stuff like that." Flipper. Luke Wright just just got his. Um, He's back onto it and was given not out LBW. Now I think he got hit for four. Then next next ball, googly again, uh, hit hit Luke right on the pad, played played back, and from that day onwards we've never we've never stopped hearing about it really. And he was doing cartwheels and celebrations and running around the wicket. Bear in mind we were pretty much on the verge of losing the game. It was. It, it, for, for me, th- this podcast is all about the fun side of it. You know, we yes, we lost the game, but we had a fantastic se- season. We we enjoyed our cricket. We enjoyed that week, which you have to do. And although we lost the game, I mean that moment in itself, seeing uh, obviously Will Smith leave and have on, on a high note, and Phil Mustard getting that wicket was just topped off an amazing season for, for Durham County Cricket Club and, and the players really yeah and I guess in common with a, a lot of successful teams um, you all got on well with each other and, and moments like that just sort of highlighted it really yeah it does it, and, and as I said it's all about it's all about having fun mm-hmm. uh, it's easy to say I'll oh, have fun when you're, when you're taking wickets or you know you, you've got your wicketkeeper taking, uh, taking wickets as well but it it is important where you, that you enjoy you know, enjoy, enjoy yourself, enjoy the company of your players. You spend a lot of time, especially from Durham, on the coach and in, in the hotels. You've got to, you know, you've got to go out there and and enjoy it. And, and that season for me, that, that week summed off the whole summed up the whole season. It was, you know, it was good fun. A lot of hard work along the way. A lot of a lot of times where we, you know, we probably had tough periods, but you know, we enjoyed it and we came through it. Yes, because I, I would guess that in. 10, 20 years when you, you're looking back on your career that the records and the caps and the trophies are, are nice but it's probably the friendships that you remember the most yeah you do you do I mean and, and throughout from, from talking you know back to one of my, my earlier podcasts at, at Leicester when it was a you know it was a real tough period of my career and playing with playing with lads who I'm still playing with now is 
and I think that's fantastic and it's important that we, we don't forget that and we don't you know you don't finish your career and just just walk away from it completely it's important that you um, you keep your friendship because you know they've been friends for at least 14 years you know you, you've got to keep that friendship going right well a great note on which to end the uh, end the series Graham thank you very much for uh, for sharing your memories with us I hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have thanks for listening thanks guys that was the last in our series of Bunny's First Eleven podcasts, but there's still events going on this year for Graham's benefit. Uh, you can find out more details about them at www.grahamunionsbenefityear.co.uk.